All right. I'm going to clap. Okay. I'm nervous. (laughs) 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 It's like I'm sitting on the top of like a a water slide or something and it's like about to get a push. I'm really stressed. Yeah, but once you're in the water slide, it's it's fine. Oh, no. I scream the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That is going. Beck and Katie. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Chip Lunch Podcast. Very cool to have you all. Uh, I am joined. We didn't actually introduce ourselves last episode, Braden. Do we need to? I think we do, especially <laughs> if we're going to do this and, and randomly throw things like Gemma at people. Hello, Gemma. Hello, how are you going? So we've got we've got myself, Ethan, we've got Braden, and we've got Gemma. You. Um, hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's, very, it's very exciting to have you on the podcast, Gemma. Um, we, Braden had the idea to ask an opening question of after after last episode's discussion with Joel mm. yeah. about chicken salt. Yeah. Gemma, do you what do you prefer? Chicken salt, obviously. Of it's course. the correct answer, Joel. <laughs> it is Sorry, correct. With tomato sauce also. Yes. As soon, <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he said as soon as he said he didn't like chicken salt, uh, the, the next episode he was gone. Um, Take note. <laughs> yeah, you're out. <laughs> for, all, for all of those for all of those people, potential guests. Yeah. Um, and potential Patreon subscribers. We don't actually accept you <laughs> if you don't like chips. <laughs> do you have a local Gemma? Where do you get chips from? Oh, I don't know. Okay, so I used to live in Padstow and there was this Ooh. like amazing chicken shop and I reckon they have the best chips. But the owners change now, so oh, yeah. it's not the same chips. But yep. since I've yeah. moved into the Shire, I've gone across the bridge, the, the multiple bridges that you have to go across <laughs> to come into the Shire from mm. Padstow. Um, yep. I haven't really found a place where I'm like, those chips are good. But yeah. if I was to say, I go to um, Flame and Chicks in Janelli. So it's uh, yeah. kind of a vibe. Shout I know out. the guy who owns it. So that's also a bonus. But so um, own a few extra chicken tenders. Oh, yeah, a few. Yes, that's a bit goal. of extra chicken salt, I yeah. think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. yeah. It's about who you know. <laughs> that's it. Who you know really gets you, gets you far in life. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I am so keen to get to a point with this podcast where we're sponsored by Flame and Chicks. Flame and Chicks. <laughs> I'll <laughs> see what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is this is where it begins. That's it. That's it. Hit us up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so good. Um, well, Gemma, uh, one of the things that we have already shared is we in the past have talked about how we became Christians because yep. uh, that's one of the things we like talking about. We're talking about being a Christian uh, in today's day and age, uh, what that's like. Um, we thought we'd ask you, how did you become a Christian? Yeah, yeah well, um, I grew up in a Christian family, but I actually don't think I really became a Christian till like the end of primary school. Um, I feel like when you're a kid and you grow up in a Christian family, you're always kind of like, oh, yeah, like, I know about Jesus. Like, I know about all the stories, like yeah. Noah. Like, you know all the classics. <laughs> they pull them out at Sunday school, you know, um, all of those things. And I feel like I always, like, believed it was true. Like, I never kind of was like, oh, I don't reckon that's real. Mm. Um, but I think when I was, like, towards the end of primary school, so like year six, I kind of realised that it's, like, about the relationship that you have with God. Um so I kind of started thinking about that a little bit more and I I don't actually remember a specific moment. Um, there were kind of a few things that happened in year six. I was exposed to like the first like family death. I know it's kind of like a bit of a downer, but yeah. um, my yes. great grandmother passed away mm. and that was kind of like, I wasn't heaps close with her. I didn't have much to do with her because like I was quite young. Um, but I feel like the first time you're exposed to someone in your family passing away is like quite a big thing yeah. and it makes you kind of think about life. So that was kind of the first thing that happened. Um, and I also had been invited along to a youth group by one of my friends because I feel like when you're in year six, it's that awkward like mm. you can't go to youth group, but there's like all these like kids activities that are on yeah. that are kind of like catered to more younger primary school. Mm. Um, so I was kind of like, okay, I'll give this a go. Um, and that was really cool to kind of be exposed to that. And I just remember um, at some point in year six, like I really can't pinpoint it, but I remember talking to mum and just being like, hey, like I think I want to say like the prayer to like take my faith on for myself. Um, and that was kind of the first moment. But I think throughout my like walk with God, I have had 
moments like that where I've been like, I feel like I need to um, reaffirm like the, I guess, trust that I've put in God. Um, So I think there's been moments throughout high school and through life where I've kind of been like, God is still chipping away at my heart um, and yeah, kind of exposing me to new things that um, kind of make me reconsider my faith. But yeah, I feel like that's kind of the story. It's a really cool one. Uh, I was having a, we were having a conversation recently with um, a lady who was talking about how when she was growing up, or actually for a long time, sorry, she's thought because she came from a Christian family, her story was really boring. And I think the, the conversation ended with this this common real, common understanding of actually none of them are boring because they're about how Jesus has worked, has worked in someone's life. Um, yeah. And I think that's really, really cool and really special. Um, and yeah, really cool that you got to a point where you're in year six and you're like, actually, I realise that this is not just a thing that I'm doing because my family are doing it. It's something yeah. I want to make my own. I think that's really cool. Um, but then you hit you hit high school and yeah. you're a Christian in high school. Yeah. Uh, what was that like? Well, I feel like um, it's quite interesting because I feel like more doors open for you when you're in high school, like church-wise. Like you get to kind yeah. of go to youth group and there's like – Um, I started leading like at our kids ministry like I feel like there were lots of opportunities for me to kind of get involved and do stuff which was actually really great for my faith Um, but I also think you're exposed to a lot of things um, that other people are doing or um, I also like grew up in the dance realm (laughs) which I know I I didn't know if I should bring that up but um, (laughs) but I think there's definitely um when I don't know, I feel like it's like any sport where you're kind of exposed to people that like aren't like you because I was at a Christian school. So mm. I was going to school with lots of like-minded people and I was taught by like-minded people, um, which doesn't mean there's not like people who aren't Christian in Christian schools, if that makes sense, if I yeah. said that right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I feel like when you're exposed to how other people kind of do life, that also raises a lot of questions for you. Um, I think as well... I always would like go to our youth camp and be like, oh my gosh, Jesus is the best, like loving my life. (laughs) And then like three (laughs) weeks later be like, oh yeah, so um, haven't really like thought much about God or haven't really, um, I don't know, stuck to my habits that I kind of put in place um, to kind of stay on track. But I think, yeah, it's it's really interesting in high school because I feel like there's, you're going through a lot as a person, but you're also trying to hold on to this thing that you kind of, like say is your where your identity is I guess mm. um but other people are finding where their identity lies and it's not often the same thing yeah absolutely how did you find so like Ethan and I and even Joel went to public schools mm. and I think that has its own set of different challenges but also the Christian school thing also has different like again mm. different challenges how did you find um, being a Christian in a Christian high school? Like, is there anything that springs to mind? Or Yeah, I was kind of having a think about this because uh, I kind of knew that you were going to go down the school road. <laughs> we'll end up there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of reflect on my school experience being a really positive thing for my faith. Yeah. But I don't think that was because of my peers. I uh, I think that's like huge that's really interesting. <laughs> huge props to the the teachers. I feel like yeah. when you're educated by people who um are like minded or who are mm. open to like your faith and want to encourage you in that, I feel like that was kind of what helped me um through school. Um I think I had I have so many close friends that are Christians and like were respecting of it and whatever. But I think when the teachers are kind of modelling what it is to live like a godly life, yeah. I think when you're a teenager, you don't quite know yeah. how to do that yet. So I yeah. feel like you're surrounded by people who are kind of like, they're like, oh yeah, I'm a Christian, but I'm going to go and do all these things or I'm yeah. going to go party or I'm go- like, you mm. know, th- those kind of things. Um, I feel like when you're a teenager, there's lots of grey and you're not quite sure yeah. what you're meant to be doing. But I think having adults kind of model that every day is really... That was really valuable for me. Absolutely. My fiance went to school with you. Yes, she did. <laughs> yes, just, just in case, just in besties. case you, just besties in case you didn't for the know. Resties. <laughs> and I went to. I think it was. I think it was the graduation. It was. Mm-hmm. I. 
some assembly. We'd just been dating for a little while at the time. <laughs> and it was the only time I'd ever been to a Christian school to do anything. That That mm. is also the only time I have ever been to a Christian school <laughs> to do anything was my wife's graduation. Well, there you go. And yes, were you, were you, I was absolutely <laughs> shook by this. So I got in, I'm sitting down and they, everyone stands up and sings a Christian song. And I was like, yeah, pardon? Like <laughs> yeah. what is, and I, I like, I felt like not wanting to stand up. Like I was like, what is You're going, like, what like is this? Yeah. it was, it was this, it was really weird culturally for me yeah. to be like, this doesn't feel like, like my church brain isn't yeah. here. This doesn't yeah. go together with my school brain. Yeah, and they and they like the principal gets up and he prays, yeah. and I'm like, pardon? Like even that yeah. was just like, what is going on in yeah. this? Yeah, that that school brain, yeah. church brain was yeah. just like I just wasn't expecting. Um, it's actually quite amazing yeah. as an institutional thing. Mm. Um, when you were there, was that like it would have just felt normal because that was yeah. that was what you did but um was there any particular elements of that that you really or maybe alongside the whole teacher thing but there are any particular elements of that that you really um grew from or or took away um well that's a big question i think just quickly on the singing thing yeah <laughs> i actually feel like it's also weird for the students there. Okay, so I wasn't, yeah, okay, cool. So I wasn't, I wasn't no, just it's like, actually, this is like, weird. it's so great. And I like really love that um, the school like valued doing that and wanted to encourage like worship and praise, um, singing praises to God. But I do think it's like being in the playground and you kind of look around and you're like, okay, over there's that group and over here's that group. And you kind of look around the assembly and it's like, okay, these people are like kind of swaying. So they are kind of into it. And these people are like, <laughs> these people are not even singing. So that they're definitely so not into it. So it's kind of like a little bit of a, what will I choose to do? Like, will I yeah. choose to wow. kind of sing and actually That's like get into it? Or will I kind of, you know, be like keeping my mouth really closed or like, yeah. I don't know, trying not to draw attention to the fact that I'm, like doing this because I want to like worship and praise God. So wow, I feel so like cool. it's not just weird for people who are coming. Like I feel like culturally like trying to do that in a school is a weird thing too. I think even I'd, I'd actually love to do a whole podcast episode on this, but I was chatting to someone the other day about the fact that singing in church is a really weird thing. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. Like, like it's so great, but it's weird. So weird. Yeah. Like there is no other context where you all stand up and you, there's words on the screen and you yeah. sing them. And like, you'll yeah. go to a gig, but the people singing are only singing because they know every word and yeah. they're yelling yeah. it. They're just yelling at someone well, like and at there's a no sport words game. on the screen or whatever. Yeah. And if there is words on the screen in a sport game, it's just lame. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Chanting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come on, Sharks fans. <laughs> they need you now, boys. <laughs> Sharkies. <laughs> a little like cowboy, ding, ding, ding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Um, so I kind of forgot where that other question. Oh, it doesn't was, even matter. I think this is. I think this is more interesting. Um, <laughs> I think. Yeah, it's just weird. Mm. Like, like there isn't any other spot, is there, in culture that we sing? Not really. No. Like. I, I saw a, I saw a video on Instagram today actually that was. It was just this this girl walking through a through a through this corridor, being like, "When I'm listening to when when I'm listening to music in public," and she's like walking normally, and then it's like when I'm mis listening to music alone, she's like dancing, dancing. outrageously. Mm. Um, and I think, yeah, I think one of the only and and singing was where I was getting to with that. She was like singing every word and mm. yelling the words, and um, I think there's a really weird thing where singing and is is only for either like those particular contexts, like the yelling at a gig yeah. or yeah. the, like that kind of thing or, or at a sports game yeah, or like home alone in front of your mirror <laughs> or in your yeah, shower, just totally. like, yeah. Or yeah. in your case, like musicals and things. Yeah. But even that, that's not like people sitting in the crowd being like, yeah. Yeah. So most of the time, unless it's like a, like a jukebox show where people like know I, the song. I like, don't know what that is. So like if you're watching Mamma Mia. Right. And because they're all ABBA songs, people are going to be like vibing to the ABBA songs because they all know the songs. But do they sing? Sometimes. Really? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> you get some pretty rowdy people at these kind of events. <laughs> the I was at a show ABBA once um, that's like about Carol King and 
I was with a friend and we were sitting behind this lovely mm. old couple and there was just this really like serious moment where they're like singing this really beautiful song but the couple in front of us decided that that was a really appropriate time to also sing along oh, and amazing. me and my friend we were just like trying not to laugh and at the end of the song they had like this moment where there was like a, a joke so everyone laughed and we were like ah ha, ha, like trying to like let out all this like awkward like oh my gosh what did we just witness oh. kind of thing but yeah. it was great <laughs> but yeah singing you don't really sing in other contexts mm. I think yeah. and I think trying to take something from one context it's like anything it's like um when you move something from one context to another it's not always going to be the perfect fit because it belongs in that other context if that makes yeah. sense yeah. yeah so I feel like um the assembly is kind of like a church service like the way it was kind of set up normally mm. someone would get up and like say a devotional there might be a song there might be some prayer which is just like church yeah. but we're at school with like probably majority of the people sitting there are actually not interested in yeah. what's going on or don't want to participate like a normal in school that. assembly like a normal <laughs> school assembly yeah so it's kind of like one of those things that is a little bit weird um but I think you can really pick who's kind of where yeah. when you're in those situations. Yeah. You said the the teachers were very helpful. The peer your peers maybe not mm. so helpful. Do you, can you think of any like did do you think for some of the people who were there that that like school and Christianity school and faith mashed together? Do you reckon that had a negative impact for some people? Um, I think yes and no. I think, mm. um, I think just reflecting back, I think with the peers thing, it's not necessarily that the peers that, um, like I'm still friends with now were not a good influence, yeah. but I think mm. when I was in early high school, you're kind of trying to find your place. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. I think the peers that I was surrounding myself with mm. were not helpful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of, I kind of want to clarify that cause I feel like. I did have I did have Taking lots shots. of peers. I don't want to take shots at anyone. Katie, I do love you. You're you know really good. You, are. <laughs> you know who you are. Um, but yes, I think like yeah, looking at my report cards from like year seven and eight and nine, <laughs> that really says a lot about who I was like trying to be. And I think later on, I really changed that. So I think um, yeah, with the being in a Christian school. Um, and maybe that not being helpful. I think for some people it would be like, um, depending how you look at Christianity, I guess for some people it might be like, oh, I get Jesus every day. Like I mm -hmm. talk about church all the time. Everything is like you've kind of got this bubble where it's just like this is what we all talk about. This yeah. is kind of overarching everything that we do. Mm. But I think for some people that's what they really need. Like mm. I was kind of thinking about this because um, I like went to church like on Fridays for youth, like I did Sunday morning, like I was leading kids, like I was doing all the kind of things at church. Yeah. But I actually think having the Christian school stuff as well really um, set in place like a pretty good foundation for coming out of school. Like I think, yeah. mm. I think for some people it would be like stepping out of school and being like, oh my gosh, there's all these things that like I can see and do. But I think for me it was like, okay, I've been grounded now. I've kind of set up. Yeah, you've what, set who I am, where up. my identity is. Mm. And like that did get shaken like when I finished school. Mm. But I think it really helped me kind of have a pretty solid foundation. Absolutely. How did you find that youth and that context played together? Yeah, I think we had a really interesting year group at school. Um, yeah. Because at one point in I think like year 12, year 11 or year 12, like 40 kids from my grade at school, which like is a pretty large percent with like only 60 kids in our grade, which is very yeah. different yeah, to I you guys. To be yeah. like, oh, 40 yeah, kids. It's, that's <laughs> another difference. I feel like everyone is way more like everyone knows everyone. Yeah. Like mm. even if you're not in their like friend group or whatever, you you know that person, you know a lot about them. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah absolutely. But yeah, like 40 out of the 60 were at our youth group, which was uh, wild. Yeah. And I actually- That is nuts. It is nuts. And it was so great to be doing church with all those people and to kind of have all those like-minded people. But at the same time, it actually really affected the people who weren't from our school, um, yeah. which was really sad and unfortunate. And I think um, 
it was kind of a tricky situation to navigate because how do you tell 40 kids, hey, go to different youth groups so we're all spread out? And like, why would you want to do that? Yeah. Like when yeah. you want your yeah, youth yeah. group to grow and you want people to be doing community yeah. with each other. Um, yeah, but, but it'd yeah. be really hard for the kid that rocks up to youth and you yeah. guys spend all week together. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. the youth group that I went to, my school and another public school, were the two, they were like both 500 metres away from the church. Ah, okay. So we had about 10 kids from the public school yeah, and then 40 from <laughs> our school. And then we had a few other kids from other schools as well, yeah. but those were the kind of two like local mm. schools that that church was the closest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it was really interesting how that kind of affected people. And I'm still really great friends with um, some of the girls that I like was doing youth with um, yeah. who were from other schools, but... It's weird because I can only probably point to two people that yeah. weren't from my grade at school. So um, that was kind of interesting because I feel like we brought all the drama from school to youth. Or I'd be oh, like, let's yeah, talk about amazing. this teacher or let's talk about this yeah. maths class. Or oh, yeah. And the let's whole talk thing about becomes, this assignment. look yeah. at all the in-jokes we've made during the week. Yeah. yeah it's and 100%. it's like, we're just bringing them to the, to the weekend and 100%. everyone else is like, oh. Yeah. It's not really yeah. two bubbles anymore. It's no. just, it's like just one, one bubble moving over to the other. It's like yeah. the whole context thing, like moving the school context into the youth group. Like it kind yeah. of became this big like meshed up blur, I guess. Um, but I think the youth leaders did try and navigate it the best they could. Like I remember having lots of conversations in our Bible study being like, hey, like we're going to leave the school talk at the door. Um, but I think that also isn't a full solution to that problem because then, you know, if you want to talk about stuff that you've been going through or that you've experienced, like yeah, where's that line, yeah, I guess. So it's tricky. It's tricky. Yeah, it is. It's, it, and, it's, and it's finding that balance between... Well, because the, the really positive thing is going, look at all these friends yeah. that yeah. are friends and are bringing their friendship to youth group. 100%. And that's not an issue at all. No. Like, that's no. awesome. Yeah. Um, and like, Brayden, you had that kind of... That was yeah. kind of what was happening in your year. Yeah, but we were like... It was like f- not many Christians yeah. and then a lot of non-Christians. Mm. So it was kind of like... Yes, we'll bring that bubble, but also like because we had 140 people in my year or whatever, the fact that there was like 60 of us turning up, we weren't all in the same group. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Like there was way more division in that group already. And though though (laughs) you would say like Kiriwi High dominated, it wasn't like, it was one group of Kiriwi High people. Yeah, yeah, like I think that's the like difference. One hundred percent groups of Kiriwi High people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think it was like the big like this school group. We all yeah. know each other, even if we're not hanging out with each other every recess and lunch. Like we would all say, "Oh yeah, they're our friends," kind of thing. Yeah. So moving that into the mm. church was a little bit tricky and um, yeah. a really interesting experience. I think. How did how did your like they probably didn't the same way, but what did your youth leaders do about that, Brayden? Oh, I don't know. I think they were just dealing with, not dealing with, they were trying to love a whole bunch of people who were not, who were coming to hang out with their friends and just that was the only reason why they were coming. Yeah. (laughs) So like, and that, and they were just, yeah, they were really great and really loving and just trying to share the gospel with them on a Friday night. Like that's literally what they were doing and they were on mission during that. And it, I think they did a great job. Like, I think, um, yeah, it was just, I think they were just excited. Like, it was just a mm. good opportunity and everyone was coming and not everyone was necessarily, like, very respondent or listening to everyone, but at least, like, they were there and that's where they chose to be, mm-hmm. at least in early high school. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Yeah, I like, I think it's just different situations. I think, mm. yeah, not necessarily one's easier or harder than the other one. It's just different challenges. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And there's always going to be challenges. Um, one of the one of the things, like for example, my youth experience was starting a youth group with just my friendship group, yeah. and so there is no way that could grow because it was that issue. But yeah. but to the nth degree, because my boys were like <laughs> alpha, <laughs> um, and so it was it was actually and 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 two of them were, and two of us were Christians. So it was like, yeah. it was like a whole bunch of people, literally we were only here to hang out. Like um, yeah. one of our- With each other. With each other, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not with, yeah. Not with the, <laughs> like, and, and because of the way it started, we didn't have a venue at first. And so we were just hanging out with each other 
at each other's houses. Like it was that yeah. kind of vibe. Um, there was a Greaves tells a story about he, we were all standing in a clump in a circle chatting and then like Greaves or one of the other leaders would walk over and the clump would like disperse and then everyone would like walk around and then like reconverge somewhere else. <laughs> it was just what was happening. But um, so yes, lots of different issues at different times, but that was really fun. And, and like the leaders obviously ended up breaking into that. And now we're all really, really good friends. And, um, and their response to that was, we're going to keep doing this because we love these guys and we're just going to keep loving them and yeah. encouraging them to love one another. And they won't love one another because they're, you know, and boys, let alone, yeah. let alone, <laughs> let alone non-Christians, but like they're, you know, and boys. Um, but what ended up like, what ended up happening is there mm. a bunch of them were like, yeah, actually this is, this seems legit because we've been seeing how much you love us for years. Yeah. Uh, it didn't just happen overnight. Um, speaking of, speaking of issues, we don't want to spend too much time on issues. The tea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as a, as a as a as a female um, going through high school, um, what was it like being a Christian and a girl? Like, was it any different? I don't know. Um, I think so. I think girls like to talk a lot, and I think boys <laughs> can just go and kick a ball. I don't know if that's a really generalized. I don't know if that's too generalized. Oh, I'm sorry, boys, yeah. if I am not fully understanding I what it's like. Especially early high school. <sighs> that is that is pretty accurate. Yep. Yeah. So I think. Um, yeah, when I kind of earlier hinted at you're going through a lot, I feel like girls really um, have heightened emotions for the first few years of high school. Um, and I think you're trying to figure out who your friends are, mm. um, what like clique you fit into, mm. and you're talking about all the tea, all the goss. Um, <laughs> and really, like, that's something that isn't heaps godly to be doing, to talking about all the goss all the time. Um, and I think navigating that is hard because I think you kind of learn in high school it's like am I talking to someone about this problem because I want to make the other person look bad like what's my intention with kind of mm. expressing issues that I have with other yeah. people and yeah um yeah I just remember um really struggling with friends for the first few years of high school and trying to navigate what group I was meant to be in and um who I was friends with and I think that really didn't solidify till like year 10, 11 because um, mm. I think, yeah, I feel like I wanted to be like the funny kid in the class and I wanted to hang out with all the funny kids but those people weren't showing me or, I don't know, kind of influencing me to live a godly life. Mm. Um, so I think that was hard and I think um, – I feel like everyone experiences like wanting to be liked and wanting to be um, included and loved. And I think sometimes like in high school, you're kind of trying to figure out what you need to do to get yeah. that. Yeah, 100%. Um, and I think I did a lot of that in high school. And I don't know if that's just a girl thing. I don't think it is. Um, yeah. But I think the ways girls and guys kind of navigate that is different. Yeah. Um, yes. But yeah, there's lots of, I think friendships are hard and you kind of, there's ebbs and flows of just kind of moving around between different groups and different people and yeah, trying to find the people that are going to help you like walk with God is a really important thing. Um, but isn't the easiest thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. You're trying to figure out who you are and who you are as a Christian. Yeah. Fully. And at the same time, you're also trying to get people to like you. Yeah. yeah. So it's, fully. Just a, it's just a recipe for trying to change yourself to fit in or yeah. do these what's going to make this person like me more what's going to make having friends easier but then at the same time like you're you don't even know what you really like yet yeah and yeah. i think the things that i liked in high school and the things i enjoyed doing were not what people liked yeah and not things that people would like me for um so like I don't know, I had a big interest in being in all the school productions, which I thought was like epic. Like I was yeah. like, yes, I get to be on stage, get to be in a show. Mm. And I had like maybe two or three friends that also were doing that. Yeah. But it would kind of be like, oh, ha ha, like you're in the show, like you have to dress up in a silly costume or you have to yeah, do this. Okay. And I think um, I kind of copped it a bit for that um, and had people kind of say – things that made it a little bit hard to be like, okay, like where's my identity now? Like yeah. mm. am I relying on, you know, am I going to like be a victim and be like, oh, I'm a 
performing arts person and people hate me for that. It's like, no, my identity is actually in Jesus. And yeah. I think I need to remember that even yeah. when it's like a bit tricky when people don't like or appreciate the same things that I do. Yeah. We were speaking with Joel last week about how um, how you then respond to people like criticising you. And I think mm. we spoke very much about like a boy's experience of like, oh, if someone pays you out, then you've got to get them back. Yeah. quicker and you've got to be smarter and you've got to be faster like do you feel like you how do you feel like that experience went with you in high school was it like yeah like <coughs> if someone someone's always got to like you've got to try and get them back or like how's that how did that work I think I feel like um one of the things about the Christian school that I haven't really spoken about is you have like this pastoral care situation which is kind of like homeroom i don't know if you guys have like homeroom or like roll roll call call. it's like the same it's like the same as roll call um except the teacher that you're with is like quite like you do devotions with them and you kind of like (laughs) chat with them about that kind of stuff roll call it's not a thing at kiriwi high anymore right but while it was a thing it was sit down read be quiet if you make and and we'll look at you and we'll make sure you're wearing the right socks that was (laughs) that was roll call shout out to the teacher who banned us from reading bibles yes (laughs) yes we weren't allowed to read a bible it's so good yeah it's a great time had to be a real book yeah yeah. yeah, there was a bit of which is hilarious. Yeah. Like as a as a teacher, <laughs> you're like you could if exactly. you're not a Christian, you can easily just be like, well, he's reading a book, fiction. Like what what's the non the, the yeah not I can't remember the difference. I don't fiction, I don't know. fiction is fiction the made up one. Yeah. Okay, well, like you can just be like, aha, he's reading fiction. Like, but it's still it's still a book. Yeah, like yeah. you can't just be like, that's not real. That's well written enough to have been debated for a long time. Hundred yeah. percent. Like what? <laughs> Oh, anyway. anyway, I think. Um, but yeah, sorry. So our, yeah. our parallel with roll call is, is like just, quite different. It's it just literally was slot. just roll call. <laughs> yeah. So in pastoral care, there was like the marking of the role and a bit of uniform check, like yeah. checking that we had the right socks and yeah, like for socks. girls, like the jewelry. Socks was I used that? to always like just want to wear like rings on my hands, but it'd be like putting them in my pocket so like I wouldn't get in trouble. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> rebel. <laughs> um, <laughs> sneaky. I know. Um, but yeah, so we'd have that element of it, but we'd also have like devotionals and kind of like checking out on how people are going. Like it was a really nice kind of little system to have yeah. going through school because I was actually with the same teacher from year seven to year 12, which was oh, really, really cool. awesome. a huge blessing. And she actually like had to leave like for the, our last term because she had a baby and it was like, oh, oh my gosh, like, this is so wild. Um, <laughs> like now, but we, yeah, we actually had um, some really good times. I actually met Manda for the first time because she was doing prac and was what? with my pastoral care teacher. So yeah. that was really cool. Um, I remember when I came here, I was like, oh, Miss Waddington. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we had all that. And I just remember <laughs> chatting to my pastoral care teacher when I kind of was in those situations mm. Um, and one of the things she would always say, she's like, you can't control how other people are going to act. Yeah. And that's really hard to hear when you want people to be like, oh yeah, like you've been so, um, like it's been so unfair to you that yeah. they say this. Like you want people to feel sorry for you. But I think hearing that has been something I've kind of tried to carry like through life, which hasn't been easy. Like I feel like there's still times where people say stuff and it's like, oh, that really like cuts yeah. like yeah. deep or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I think that was something that I really kind of had in high school to help me with those situations. And I think um, I also had a like good – I had my people that I like knew mm. were like safe and I knew I could talk to and like um, like when Jake and I started dating, like I would talk to him about it and that was a really nice thing to kind of chat that out and be like, hey, like this is really hard. Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, that's kind of how that was navigated I guess. Yeah. Especially in Year 12, um, Jake and I were both kind of in the same situation. We were both doing the show um, with one other person in Year 12 or a few others. And I just remember people being like, that is so lame. And like when we'd have to get up and do like the little teaser of the show or whatever, it'd be like, I'm really dreading this. But we'd both kind of be doing that like together and we'd be like, yeah, that was a little bit tricky, but like that was also really fun and cool that we could perform and do that. So like... I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Got to balance out the pros and cons. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Shout out to Jake. Oh, yeah. Gemma's fiance. Beautiful man. <laughs> 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 if you know, you know. <laughs> oh. 
yes. And if you don't, his name rhymes with snake. (laughs) 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 That's literally all it is. (laughs) So you said like pastoral care was was like, and the teachers were a great role model. Like how Mm. did your, how how are your parents as like Christians in high school? Did you find how did you find that you can throw them under the bus? By the way. No, I'm not going to throw Glenn and Suzanne under the bus. They <laughs> they are so good. I um I feel like after I like have gotten engaged and like I'm thinking about you know leaving home. Yeah. I've really been thinking about how um like blessed I have been, and I really have like taken that <laughs> blessed uh, hashtag blessed. Um, yeah, I just think. I don't realise how good they are sometimes. Um, mm. But they – they we don't have heaps of conversations, but I think for me it's more watching how they kind yeah. of go about life and how they model Jesus to me. And I think um, that has been something all through my childhood and through to like adolescence and growing up and like, you know, planning to move out. Like that is yeah. something that I've witnessed and been like, hey, I really admire that and I admire the selflessness they both have and – how they um, model Christ and want to, you know, reflect that in their marriage, but also as parents. Um, but, yeah, I think they've also been a huge, like, support system in that and have always, like, always encouraged me to go to youth group, always mm. kind of, like, even when I was kind of like, oh, I don't know if, like, it's the vibe or whatever or, like, that was a priority, like, yeah. going to church was a priority um, and they encouraged that, which I think is really important um when you're a teenager because sometimes you think something is really good for you and it's not mm. um and listening to your parents isn't what you always want to do but yeah i think that was really good that they kind of always pushed <laughs> that but yeah isn't difference that, is isn't, isn't, isn't ever what you want to do <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much um but yeah so that was really cool mm. so you've like so we've talked a lot about youth in school mm. and you're obviously a youth leader now. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> oh, crazy. <laughs> Wild. We've come full circle now. <laughs> do you see like do you see lots of parallels between the things that your youth girls are going through now and your experience through high school? Yeah, I think so. I think it's really wild when you become like a youth leader and you kind of like once you're far away enough from school yeah. that you can kind of be like, oh my gosh, was I like that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> were my what? problems like, you know, you know when it's like, let's is talk the, about it, boys the whole time or like things like that. Like, yeah. Was I like that? Like, did I do that? Like, Is yeah. the answer to that ever yes? You're just like... Oh, yeah. I sometimes, <laughs> yeah. I sometimes look at my girls. I love them, but I'm just like, oh, I was really like that and that was yeah. not... That was... <laughs> A lot. That was an intense time. Um, But I also feel like there's some things that I see in them that like I'm kind of experiencing now. Like I feel like Mm. our world is so hectic and so crazy and I think kind of doing life with them isn't always about like, you know, trying to give them advice and trying to um, Mm. disciple to them so they can like look up. But I think there's lots of like reaching down that happens. Like I think I learn a lot from them and – I really find myself taken aback sometimes of how like their school experience is like compared to mine and um, I really am encouraged and inspired by them. Um, so I think it's a really like it's a two-way street kind of give and take thing. Yeah. You want to explain that, that reaching down concept? Yeah. So I think we've kind of spoken about this in Berea a few times where it's kind of like in a church community you want to be able to reach up reach down and reach out is that right i think that's right i feel like it's there's something in the middle there's something <laughs> yeah, where you like reach out to your your peers and like yeah. people your age but you reach up to people who are older than you um and reach down to people who are younger than you and i think um that's part of what makes Solly's work really well i think yeah. we reach down a lot and i think that's a really awesome thing mm. and it's do. about it's about who you're who you're learning from yeah and who you're giving yeah to. like yeah. it's not it's not a, it's a, when i want to learn something yeah i don't just go to the people around me and i don't just go to my elders um you actually end up yeah. learning from people younger than you like you were saying That's right. um and and then it, it works in the same as you're being uh, when you're friends with people yeah you're not just reaching out to the people around you it's that's right about reaching up and reaching down as well which is yeah. really cool and, and i think a big part of youth leading in general is that whole that whole reach down yeah concept is really cool because um 
especially when they don't want to reach up. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like often they're like, "Oh, who's this weirdo?" And they like it, and, and that yeah, changes after a while yeah. because they realize, "Oh, you actually just want to be mates with them." Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's really special. That's really cool. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah it's the difference between just like l- just being an event organizer and being their friend. Fully. You know, yeah. fully. Like you're not just their their hey, you come here and we organize something and you do it. You're not just yeah. like their netball coach or yeah. their um, their anything. I went yeah. to tennis coach, which is really <laughs> weird. <laughs> like, I love that I couldn't netball, think. I literally tennis. couldn't. I was like, uh, guitar teacher. Yeah. Those yeah. things that I did. Yeah. All the netball that I played. But that's yeah. what I mean. Like I went to A tennis before I went to anything else. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're not just their tennis coach. <laughs> <laughs> but like you're actually trying to be friends with them. Fully, yeah. yeah, 100%. How have you found that, Brayden, being like going through youth and yeah. then also eventually coming back and being a youth leader? Yeah. Like what is what has that all felt like? Um, I think I, when I, I think I resisted coming back to youth for a little while because I held my leaders in such high regard. I think they did such an awesome job that I was a bit like, oh, I don't know if I can live up to being yeah. able to do that. Because, <laughs> yeah, they, they were just so great at... Um, and yeah, doing that reaching down thing, but all and also just like being mates. Like mm. I can just remember, like they just like rocked up one day just to like see how we were doing after we hadn't been to youth for a couple of weeks. Very and cool. like I can't imagine like going with another youth leader and just like dealing with my parents who are very <laughs> anti-Christian. Mm. And they did things like in the school holidays we would hang out and like we would do bushwalks or like one of the t- and one of the times we tried to watch all the Star Wars movies. Back to back, oh. and we started with Phantom Menace. Oh so no! With the worst <laughs> oh <one>. no! <laughs> I just remember getting partway through, uh, getting to the start of Empire Strikes Back, just after the Hoth bit, yeah. and I was like, "Nah, like we're finally <laughs> at the good one. We're at the best one." And we and we just went across and started playing music in the, in the church hall because we just couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> That is amazing. But yeah, like they just, they went above and beyond to do those type of things. And Mm. I think that's what inspires, like inspires me to try and like be a better youth leader and be their friend. And especially because you just see how special that relationship can be and how, um, what a great, like you, they might not be that receptive at the time, but especially for like kids who maybe don't have the best context or don't have good christian context whether they came from a non-christian background or or a christian background mm, yeah fully. like you can really help someone through difficult things in that yeah. position so it really is like a privileged position that i take really seriously and it's like my favorite <laughs> thing to do what are you laughing at my <laughs> it was really long, too. Uh, it was. I was like, oh, no. I was like, be quiet, Tommy, be quiet. Uh, Directional sorry. microphones. That's what's helpful. Oh, sorry, yeah. Brayden. Sorry. Oh, I was like, really remember. important, too. I can't oh, remember. Yeah, it was really good. I was like, this is, this is powerful stuff. I was like, like no, I've used the long like, word again. It's like when you're in an exam and you're like, shh. <laughs> quiet. Oh, oh sorry, so guys. Good. Hopefully oh. that won't happen again. All good. How do you find being a youth leader, Ethan? Oh, yeah. It's similar kind of situation. It was Mm. my youth leaders. By the time I got to becoming a youth leader, Mm. one of the reasons I wanted to be a youth leader is so I could continue being mates with my youth leaders. Yeah. Mm. I was like, these guys are so much fun to hang out with and are at this point my friends. Mm. And so I want to like do what they do. Yeah. Um, and like to the point where two of them are in, two of my leaders are in my bridal party. You weren't my leader, were you, Brandon? Um, Did you, were you, had you gray, started by gray that Gray area. Gray area? I think you were a light leader, but I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, I maybe, might have maybe been your it's leader three. for a little bit. Okay. Well, maybe it's three of my youth leaders are in my, <laughs> are in my bridal party. But either way, like. <laughs> when yeah, I started that's crazy. Youth leading. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't know if we, I don't know if we crossed over much, but, um, but by the time we were leading together, we were leading together, which was very dope. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really cool to do, be such good mates with those guys um, yeah. that I was like, yeah, this is something I want to keep doing because I want to um, encourage the people that are younger than us to also be mates with us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a great way to um, 
stay at church. Like yeah. it's a sick way to go. Totally. We want to, instead of just getting that drop off, because like, I don't know if you found it, Gemma, with especially with the Christian school and the such big numbers um, that there may have been a, like a, a point where everyone was like, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Um, and I think being friends is a really cool way of preventing that. Yeah. Um, and it, it isn't, it isn't fail, fail safe and yeah. um, at all. Like that's yeah. not what I'm saying, but I think it's a really important part of it. A really important yeah. part of it is going, Hey, we just want to be, we really want to be friends with you and show yeah. you the love of Jesus. Um, do you want to, do you want to talk to that? You, you, yeah. did, you, you, you I, visibly were like, yes. Sorry. I just like really was like, Oh my gosh. Like I just like thought of all these things. Um, <laughs> so I feel like I kind of had a weird experience because in year 12, I, that was when I first visited Solis. So I was at another church and I, popped in here to visit because it's Jake's where his family went for church um but yeah I kind of remember in year 12 there just being this point it's like as soon as everyone turned 18 it was like see you later um and they kind of left the youth group but I don't really remember um feeling like much was done about like done about that I feel like there wasn't really a place for year 12 one thing that I really like about here Mm. is that year 11 and 12 get to come to late night and kind of get integrated into the young adults community a bit earlier because I feel like what happens if you don't do that is you've kind of got like these really tight year groups that are kind of slowly coming through but as they get closer to kind of being a part of the young adults the young adults is already so established and you're so established that those two things don't really go yeah heaps well together um, and I had a few connections with some of the young adults, but that was only because I was a leader of like the kids ministry. So I think like hundred uh, percent, if yeah, you do ministry sure. with people, like that's yeah. where your connections are made. Like mm. I think I made friends when I first came to Solis, but I think those friendships really solidified yeah. after joining the youth team. And I think mm. those people have just become like, like another little like family kind mm. of group, um, it's also good just because we hang yeah. out more. We hang yeah. out like it's so not just much, rocking yeah. up to church once a week. Yeah. That's right. It's it's we're hanging out at least twice a week. And yeah. if we're not hanging out twice a week, we end up in Bible studies together. And if we're not in Bible studies together, we end up being in yeah. things like going to youth meetings or, or just yeah. Or end up working together. Or end up working together. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel so, like that had to come up at uh, some yeah, point. I, just I, feel like, I feel like we probably I, I think I went to <laughs> I, I actually felt bad halfway through this conversation because I was like, oh, we went way too quick into talking about important things. <laughs> like so we, is this just like a little uh, break now? <laughs> sure, sure. Let's, let's have a break from talking about important things. Um, <laughs> um, Gemma, where do you work? I work at Grace Point Activity Centre. Brendan, where did you used to work? Grace Point Activity Centre. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan, where did you work? Where do you work? Grace Point Activity Centre. <laughs> it's like a reunion because yeah. Brayden doesn't work there anymore and yeah. it's really sad. It's sad. We miss you. We do miss you. <laughs> Legit our um, We do. One of the one of the ladies at work literally like I reckon I reckon once every two weeks it's like Oh, I miss Brayden. Does Brayden miss us? <laughs> <laughs> do you? Oh, do I you? don't miss early mornings, but I do. I do miss getting paid to play handball. <laughs> oh, it's so good being paid so to good. play! Like absolute winner. And once kids found out that I am fairly mediocre, but better than them at drawing, yeah, I was God. Can you draw me a Pikachu? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I get paid to draw a couple of Pikachus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you do anything for an hour, because we're being paid paid by the hour, you you technically got paid to do that thing. Yeah. And so I like to call myself a professional soccer player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm paid to play every soccer every day. Every day at soccer. My every goodness. Day. It's yeah. beautiful. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't increase my skill at all. I know. My skills are absolute zero, but they still go, Gemma, can you play? And I'm like, I really cannot play, but I'll, I'll stand around and pretend to play. Yeah. They fully <laughs> said to me yesterday, they were like, you have longer legs than us, so you must be better than us. And I was like, "Wow, that is some really interesting logic there. Not correct logic, but um, yeah, I think... I just gave it a go, stood in goals. And then whenever I like miss or like don't get something right, they're like, oh, Gemma, oh my gosh, my stomach again. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, next time I'm going to bring chips, just saying. Um, So yeah, they were like, oh, 
you didn't you didn't get the goal that time so someone else needs to go in goals now it's like okay but then as soon as that person misses they're like Gemma we need you back in goals it's like <laughs> make up your mind can I just be in one spot do I need to keep moving around <laughs> anyway it's good for the fitness it's good for the exercise oh. bit of a light jog and then I yesterday was the one who had to keep going and getting the ball I was like I thought this was what the kids were for to run after the ball I didn't realize it was my job that's because you're goalkeeper yeah, that's a bit unfortunate. Yeah, it's always their job. <laughs> well, I just supervise. I should have just said, I need to supervise. Someone go and get you the go, ball. You go get it. This is our life, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> we love it. I'm a we recovering addict. <laughs> yeah. It's taken some time to, to bring up these. Uh, yeah. Um, there's situations. a lot of emotions swelling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good. But yeah, I was thinking about the day. I was like, oh, like, it'll be a really sad day when, like, one of us isn't there anymore. I feel like that will just be devastating. Be very sad. Yeah. Be all alone. Be, I know. Nobody here beside me. <laughs> 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 anyway, that's uh, no more walkie-talkie chats. Yeah, yeah it'll be tragic. <laughs> but now we've got podcasts, which are yes. slightly higher audio quality. Um, <laughs> slightly. Just slightly. <laughs> we should like do a little <laughs> My ringer doesn't even work anymore, oh. so I should be like, "Hey guys, hey guys, hey guys." Can We've hit that me? niche time of the podcast when <laughs> yeah, you're talking about walkie-talkie quality. Yeah, it's a great time for all you walkie-talkie enthusiasts who also like Christian podcasts. <laughs> hit us up. We're the market for you. <laughs> I think I think we've had two sponsors today. Yeah. Uh, Flaming chicks. Flaming chicks, and um, I think Kmart. Kmart walkie-talkies. Kmart walkie-talkies. <laughs> Everyone, get on it. Oh, um, so good. Yes, that was a good little, I nearly good revealed, little banter. I nearly revealed the channel that we're all on to the, yeah. to the world. Don't, <laughs> don't find out the channel. What you can do, though, is jump on the Discord. Uh, yes. Link in the description. Um, ask questions about chip lunch and other things. Um, yep. It's like a walkie-talkie, only better. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We've done it. This was all a big ad. <laughs> the whole time. We've come full circle. Oh, my god! Amazing. The mic can't hear it. The mic can't hear it. Yes. I couldn't even hear that one. You could just, you could just ignore it. I know, but I'm like holding my tongue. No, like, the world needs to know. The world needs to know. Okay, I'm sorry. I never get hungry. I don't understand. Oh. <laughs> I don't understand. Oh. Well, on ads for walkie-talkies and Gemma being hungry, might be time to wrap it up. I think it might be. I think, I think so. it's a lovely way to conclude. We've come full circle, really. And we've done, we've done, we've done. We're supposed to plug the Discord. We've plugged the Discord. Good, yeah. Um, we've plugged, plugged all the other episodes. Uh, if you miss this one, go back. Uh, meet Joel. He's a legend. Yeah. Um, if you want to jump on to, uh, what else do we have? We have the Shock Absorber. Yeah. Uh, that's another cool podcast from Survivor Church. Yeah. Um, we need to explain what that is about. Nah, just jump on and find out. Yeah, it's fine. It's awesome. Um, and there's also just our church one, uh, which you can listen to our gatherings. Um, Joel said something really inspirational at the end yeah. of the last podcast. Yeah. And I didn't prepare anything inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the onus is left with Gemma. Gemma, do you have anything inspirational to leave us with? <laughs> oh, as if you're asking me to think of something. It was like a quote from a devotional. It was real powerful. Yeah, I don't think I can match that level. But right, go, um, go Gemma. Keep it real. Hey, that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> and with that note, Stay ladies cool. and gentlemen, uh, one way. One way. <laughs> Keep it cool. <laughs> Stay fresh. Keep it real. Stay, Stay fresh. Cool. Oh my gosh, my stuff.